Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This week we're talking all about intuitive eating and binge eating, which is a topic that I've seen a lot about online and I get a lot of questions about. Now, before we go into it, we will be talking about binging during this episode. So if you want to skip, go back through some old ones or wait till next week, absolutely fine. And if you do struggle with binge eating disorder, it's always recommended to seek out a medical professional. So this advice is purely for the podcast, but not in replace of advice from a doctor, etc. And with that, I will stop. So the recovery process for binging can be quite complex and multifaceted. And there's been a lot of research coming out saying actually intuitive eating can help part of this recovery and can be used to build tools to help you recover from binge eating disorder or binge eating itself. But how can it be utilized? And kind of what is it if you don't know in a lot of detail? Hopefully, I'm here to help. So, first things first, what is binge eating? So, binge eating is the consumption of a lot of food relative to your normal amount. So, that'll be different from everyone. In a short period of time, not being able to stop when full or feeling out of control around food. Binges can be planned or spontaneous, are often done in secret and include forbidden foods that are deemed unhealthy, normally off-limits, something that the person says they are no longer having. Although it can now be diagnosed, the definitions for binging and even binge eating disorder are very subjective. So it can be useful to think of binge eating and binge eating disorder, or I might call it BED throughout, so just so you know that's easier acronym, are similar to disordered eating and eating disorders. So they are two different things. Disordered eating exists on a spectrum, and when you are diagnosed because you have a few symptoms on a consistent basis, you'll be diagnosed with an eating disorder. The same happens for binge eating and BED. So you may experience frequent binges, normally once a week for at least three months, and then you can be diagnosed with binge eating disorder. So they are separate things, but one can lead to the other. And binge eating disorder apparently affects three times the number of people diagnosed with anorexia and bulimia, according to Action Mental Health in the UK, but only one in four receive treatment. So it's something that a lot of people do struggle with. If you do, you are not alone. Um, And it is more common than we think, but people don't actively seek out treatment as much. And if binging is majorly affecting your life, it may be worth reaching out to your GP who can refer you to an eating disorder specialist. Often it will be something like cognitive behavioural therapy and working on a plan to help you deal with the binges. So moving on to what is intuitive eating. Intuitive eating is a framework developed all about listening to your internal cues when it comes to hunger and fullness, cultivating interoceptive awareness, awareness of the body and body respect and an ability to find joyful movement. It was created by Elise Resch and Evelyn Tripoli. It has 10 stages which can be undertaken in any order but 1 and 10 tend to stay pretty cemented, is my thing anyway. So they are reject the diet mentality, honour your hunger, make peace with food, challenge the food police, find your fullness, discover the satisfaction factor, cope with your emotions with kindness, respect your body, exercise and feeling the difference, and honouring your hunger with gentle nutrition. 
I will put the link below for a video I did for Happy Fool all about what intuitive eating is. So you can listen to my lovely voice <laughs> and watch it in video form. But basically, it's a framework that helps you listen to your body a little bit more and helps you feel a little bit more in control, which very much the opposite of binge eating. So how do they cross over? Ultimately, binge eating occurs as a byproduct of restriction. There is a phenomenon known as the binge restrict cycle, sometimes called the binge restrict shame cycle. Ultimately, it is the same thing. It's just got a different name and they've categorized the stages differently. So you desire to lose weight. You want to feel more in control around food. You feel like you're being unhealthy, whatever that trigger is you start to restrict diet. They're one and the same. A diet is restriction. You are cutting out quite a lot if you go on a diet. Often this will make you obsessed with food, hyperconscious, always hungry, but you ignore it. You're, you have this whole list of rules that you've got to follow, etc, etc. Something, whether it's two days after dieting or two weeks, will trigger you. Emotions, stress, life. You're just undernourished, you're tired, and so you binge giving into the cravings, saying, what the hell? You eat past fullness, you feel out of control. And then the game and... Game? <laughs> Shame and guilt starts to set in. At this point, you may attempt to cope and remedy the situation with body checking, punishment, over-exercising, laxative use, so many different things, before settling back into restriction. So you may go straight into deep restriction or you may go into punishing your body and reinforcing that you feel like something has been done wrong or failed before going back into that diet mentality. So intuitive eating is an anti-diet approach focusing on rejecting diet culture that promotes such restriction and body checking to meet the thin ideal. It also focuses on not judging yourself for the food you consume, removing the guilt and shame component from this cycle. So it's taking apart the components and giving them less power and putting you back in control. Now you may be thinking, but I'm not restricting. I eat normally, but I have binges. And sometimes this can happen. But also it's a thing to ask yourself that are you mentally rather than physically restricting? And so there are two types of restriction. Physical is when you say... I'm not going to eat this type of food. I'm going to eat less, etc. And then there's mental. And that is when you eat all the foods. You go, I can eat whatever I want. It doesn't matter. But mentally, you're still thinking, I shouldn't be eating this. Thinking about the calories in it. Thinking I've ruined my day of eating. I won't have dinner later. I'm going to exercise tomorrow. How many miles am I going to have to run? Etc, etc. Your mind is not free from the restriction of that food. Despite the fact you're eating it. And so you may be eating... All the foods that people would look at you and go, yeah, you're not restricting, you're not on a diet. But mentally, you're doing a lot of work. And you're still in that restrictive state. You're still in that, I should, I've got to follow these food rules. And that may be why. You're rebounding from restriction, but it's not physical. It's mental. How do you overcome this mental restriction? That's where unconditional permission to eat comes in. And I have an article on this on Nutritionist Resource, so again, I can put it in the link below. But it's basically the idea of learning to eat without any form of rules and conditions. So moving away from what you think you should do to what you would like to do, like to eat, like to consume. When you've given yourself permission to eat all foods in all quantities, there's no need to eat it in secret. There's no guilt involved. There's no novelty of, it's forbidden, so I've got to eat all of it now because I won't be able to eat it later. I've got to eat everything in the cupboards because from Monday... I'm not eating anymore. It's I can eat this whenever I want. And actually, the novelty does start to wear off. It's a case of reframing. 
So, for example, if you had that mental restriction and you were saying, tomorrow I'll eat better. You say, well, today I ate the food that satisfied me. Tomorrow I'm going to do the same. Today I'm going to focus on eating what I want to eat. What will help me feel full? What makes me feel satisfied? And I'm going to be present when doing that. I'm not even going to think about tomorrow. I'm just going to think about what I'm eating now and how I'm feeling in my body. Or changing the phrase, later I'll go to the gym to work this off. Changing that mindset to, no food needs to be earned. I'm just nourishing my body. If I want to move later, I will, because it will benefit me in some other way. But there's no pressure, and I'm not going to use it as a form of punishment anymore. Changing the mindset of, I've ruined my day of eating to, I'm listening to my body. This is what it wants right now. I'll continue to listen to it throughout the day and honour its needs. It may change. So it's just that little bit of reframing and how you talk to yourself to try and move away from mental restriction and rules. So another thing you may need to consider is why are you binging? Now you may not know and that's okay. A lot of people don't. It's it's a reflex. It's something that you may have developed. Dealing with our relationship to food takes time and a lot of self-reflection. It's not me saying this is why you binge. It's you saying actually I need to tap into something and sometimes people have to work with mental health professionals, therapists, etc. Because it goes deeper than we initially think. And sometimes it doesn't. It's just emotional eating when confronted with stress, discomfort, grief, anger, etc. It could be avoiding distressing events, confrontations. All those sorts of things where you're not setting boundaries or not standing up for yourself. And as a way of dealing with that, you turn to binge. Once you know what triggers you, you can start to notice it before it arrives. And then you can start to build skills to deal with that. So, for example, with intuitive eating, you build interoceptive awareness, which is knowing what's going on inside your body, including your emotional state. So you might start to realise, I'm a bit more in tune with my body and I can tell that I'm really anxious today or I'm really stressed. So I'm going to do things that make me feel less stressed. I'm going to use tools that I know will help me. I'm going to actively avoid scenarios that will stress me out. I may preface and set the boundaries and just say, I'm having a really tough day. Can we not talk about this now? Etc, etc. Doing things that will help with that emotional state. And so you can stop that trigger event before it occurs. This is the premise for a lot of treatment for binging is either cognitive behavioural therapy or dialectal behavioural therapy, um, which is basically how you use tools and cognition and approaching these patterns. So a note here, and it's one that is always very controversial as I use the word. You have to move away from weight loss. I was having a little read through a Reddit thread on binging and intuitive eating because Reddit is actually a really interesting place for people to be very candid. Um, And if you're triggered easily, I wouldn't go on it because there's people talking about their experiences. But it's really interesting. Someone may not say to an intuitive eating nutritionist, oh, I think it's rubbish. Sometimes they do. Um, But on Reddit, they'll go, well, actually, a really candid experience that I dealt with was this, this and this. Um, And a lot of people on there were commenting that, oh, intuitive eating wasn't working for my binge eating, my binges were were getting worse, or etc. And a lot of others were replying back saying, how short a time have you been doing it for? And have you been giving yourself unconditional permission? And there was a lot of, no, I haven't, and it's only been a short amount of time. A lot of the people who'd been there longer were actually saying, as soon as I gave it a longer amount of time, as soon as I looked into intuitive eating and didn't just go, eating whatever I want, and shrugging it off that's when it helped that's when I saw progress and so many of them said I was doing really well with intuitive eating I wasn't binging 
But then I wanted to lose weight and I went back into the cycle. I tried dieting again. I started binging. As soon as I lost, wanted to lose weight, so I was just cutting back, cutting back, I started back in the cycle. So there may be a few people out there somewhere who have done it, but ultimately you're rejecting that diet mentality. You are moving away from weight loss. It's an anti-diet health at every size approach. You've got to make peace with the fact that you cannot go for weight loss while moving away from binging and moving away from restriction. So some frequently asked questions following on from that. Um, When I give myself unconditional permission to eat, am I not just binging? And it can feel like this at the start as you rebound out of that restriction into what you might think of as overeating. But over time, this will start to plateau. Forbidden foods are no longer exciting. There are no forbidden foods anymore. And you'll be more in control when eating these foods because you have permission to do so. You're taking away that power of guilt and shame and just finding actually how much do you like to eat? What do you like to eat? So what I would say is if you do binge, very common in the early days, again, you've been given full permission. Imagine you were consoling a friend. Would you say, oh, you should be ashamed of yourself, you're a failure, etc.? Or would you actually say, look, these things happen, let's reflect what caused it. Is it quite a lot to take in that you've been given unconditional permission? Are you giving yourself unconditional permission? And notice, have things improved? Is there a different mindset? Noticing that small little bit of progress, it's sometimes called the honeymoon phase, um, depending on where you read it up, where it's like you first go into intuitive eating and you're over the moon, you can eat whatever you want and you go very into it. You eat a lot more than you naturally would and then you find a baseline and a normal and that honeymoon phase lasts for however long. If you've been restricting for years, it will last a little longer than someone who hasn't so much. Second one, I'm struggling to stop binging as I work through the intuitive eating stages. So what I would say, sometimes it takes time and sometimes you might need to reach out for more help. You know where this line is or if you can talk with someone who has experienced the same boat, if you can find a support group, a network, something like that, or if not, just if in doubt, reach out for maybe some help from a professional, from your GP or talk again, talk with others. But if you've been binging, restricting for a long time, it's going to take a while. Give it time. Find resources, find a support network. Notice those small improvements if you feel less guilt and shame. You're binging less often. You're not using exercise as a punishment or doing those rebound actions of I'm going to really, I I binge one day, I'm going to really push the other way. So find small bits of progress. But if you find that your binging hasn't improved at all, it may be that, again, finding that source of the binging, you need to work with a mental health professional or work with a GP or someone that can help you figure out why this is and why it isn't helping you. Last one, how can I move away from mental restriction? So challenge the food police, use those intuitive eating stages. Start to question the rules and thoughts as to why you have this around food. Why do you think of something as healthy or unhealthy? Why is it off limits? What would happen if you change these thoughts? For example, if you think, oh, well, donuts are unhealthy. Why do you think that? Who taught you that? What information was given to them at the time? What would happen if you ate one? what's going to be the effect on your day on your life on your body just starting to really challenge the thoughts that you have work on giving yourself unconditional permission to eat completely unconditionally not with any restrictions and notice anything that arises from that sometimes it's just we spent so long in restriction we really struggle to release that control notice food rules as they appear whether you write them down or just make a mental note is it rooted in fact and as someone who studies nutrition 
most things exist in the grey. We've currently got loads of articles, documentaries on ultra-processed foods, but equally we have loads of stuff saying, well, it depends what you classify as processed and the quantity you're eating it in and the brand, etc. Everything is in that grey area. Yes, eating donuts every meal for the rest of your life probably isn't good for your body. But having one because that's something you really fancy and you feel will satisfy you while out with friends is a very different scenario. Remember, intuitive eating is a journey with phases. So in the early days, you may experience a lot of uncomfortable scenarios, which may, with that feeling of loss of control or regaining control, may lead to binging. But it's a long-term process and it's noticing patterns, noticing changes and those small progress as you move through. So some tips and tricks to um, take note of. So first thing is utilise mindfulness techniques. So the more present you can be, the more you can notice, again, those patterns, those triggers, any feelings of loss of control. You'll also notice hunger, fullness, other internal cues. And for example, mindfulness techniques such as deep breathing, breathing into the belly, counting exercises, counting your breaths, taking a few breaths, being present in the moment may help if you're in between for example if you know that being in an argument with a partner or a friend may trigger a binge for you if you feel a confrontation coming on you say just give me a second use those mindfulness techniques use that belly breathing people have reported that really does help just stop that automatic chain of events and just and breathe and deal with it and talk it through and find what you need in that moment Second thing is to explore non-binary thinking. And this is as a general, it weaves its way in and out of intuitive eating, but it's moving away from healthy, unhealthy, from success and failure as two hard categories to this is a learning experience. With intuitive eating, you don't do things wrong. You learn from it. You find new skills. You find new tools. You learn more about yourself and your habits. So explore that in all areas of your life, especially when it comes to food rules and how you approach food. But equally, you can be on a journey to moving away from binging and still experience a binge. You haven't jumped off the wagon, failed, etc. It is, I still want to stop binging, that is still my aim, but I'm moving away from it as part of a process and I'm learning to deal with those emotions right now. That involves maybe binging, but in the future it won't. You are not a failure for doing so. Start to notice your hunger and fullness cues. So whether you want to use a scale, there's a free one on my website, um, or use other mechanisms. Start to notice when you feel full, Physically, mentally, things that you feel, stomach feels fuller, you're mentally a little sharper, or maybe you get a bit sluggish if you're over full. This awareness may help when you start to find yourself binging as you start to tap into those cues a bit more. That voice is a little stronger saying, actually, I'm really full. You're no longer in that out of control mindset. And it may be that you need other emotional coping strategies. So a part of intuitive eating is accepting your emotions and treating them with kindness. Even emotional eating as a normal thing is accepted in the intuitive eating framework. Eating is inherently emotional. We do it for celebration. We do it for loads of other aspects of our life. But if you constantly find that food is your only way to deal with emotions, it may be that you need another outlet and that's something you have to actively pursue and deal with. Or you need to confront such emotions, again, especially if it's mental health, working with a professional. And last thing, try and find the link. A lot of intuitive eating is finding patterns of what to eat to satisfy you, what feels good, what makes you feel full, 
what gives you energy, what works best for you and your life. So if you find that you're getting into patterns of binging, how can you break that link and go, actually, I know that every time I again get that bad feedback at work on the drive home, I'm going to go into the shop, buy lots of food, go home and binge on it. Okay, how can you deal with that feedback? Is it uncomfortable? Is it not feeling good enough? What is it in your work that's triggering those sort of thoughts? Can you actively do something? Can you take some time at work? Can you find a class in between work and the supermarket? A mindfulness class, a yoga class? Can you listen to a podcast? Can you do something that actively stops that pattern in yourself and a tool that will work for you? And it may not work for everyone, but finding what works. A lot of it is just finding what is that pattern in your life and how can you help improve. And hopefully this has been useful. Any questions, do let me know. I'm currently reading an interesting dialectal behavioural therapy book on binging and emotional eating, um, which I will share on my Instagram if anyone is interested. But it's very much a sort of process that you work through by yourself. So any insights I will share if that is super helpful. If you have any first-hand experiences of intuitive eating and binge eating, I would love to hear. Other than that, have a wonderful rest of your day.